Welcome back to Isopod, the isolation podcast, music courtesy of Sacred Line, as always. I'm your co-host, Jack, joined by Corey, as always. Corey, how are you, my friend? Doing well this week, Jack. How are you? I am doing well. I've heard that you uh, have been on a, a lengthy road trip the last few days. So, Oh, yeah. Um, New Jersey, Maryland. The ponies are rumbling, oh, but we're back oh. home now, and we have a lot of music to talk about. We do, yeah. I'm sure you had you, you you had a lot of time to listen to these albums. We have, uh, I think, the most albums um, uh, in a show so far. So we'll a try a new record. To, a new record. I think there's eleven here. So we'll try to get through these gauntlet style. Um, gauntlet style. Uh, oh, first, Corey. Anything grow on you? No, I've only been listening to these 11 albums we're going to talk about, so yeah. not at all. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, same. I, I just, you know, just got to keep the continuity Got to stick going. with the theme, but yeah. Stick with stick with the theme, but yeah. yeah. I've had a lot to A lot of music this week, to. for sure. Um, music coming up. We have one little note in news, Jack. Yeah, uh, this is really exciting. Um, out of Miami, Florida, Denzel Curry just announced uh, a surprise album, Supplies. Uh, that's dropping on the 31st called Zoo, spelled Z-U-U. For some reason, I thought um, it was Zulu, but I was wrong, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, do you know what Zoo means? I was, uh, I'm sure it's got some kind of, some kind of It's some that, Florida that, slang some, thing, some, I think. Yeah. That I just wouldn't understand, right? Yeah. Um, but this this is super exciting. I, I was not expecting a new project from this guy. Um, I mean, it hasn't even been a year since Taboo was released, and it took him uh, a little over a year between Imperial and Taboo. Uh, so this is completely unexpected. But um, I'm but we're expecting I'm all in. big things. We're expecting big things. Um, okay, great. So that's, that's that. Let's get into our CO No segment. Um, a few albums dropping this week that, uh, are pretty exciting. Uh, let's start with the, uh, I think we're both going to be in agreement on this. Steve Lacey's, uh, Apollo 21. Are you intrigued? CC, I'm very intrigued. Uh, Steve Lacey actually tops my list of favorite artists that have never dropped an album so as of friday i'll have to update mm. that list with uh someone new but very excited yeah. for this one the internet front, front i don't know one of the one front of the guys on the internet uh very excited jack cc very intrigued as well um i mean yeah i not I'll not much more you can anything. say the, i'll, the I'll echo everything you just said um next up beast coast which is a uh, it's 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 a collaborative project with Joey Badass, um, Flatbush Zombies, the Underachievers, yep. and then, and then the, couple, the rest of his like pro then, era gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but Beast Coast coming out with Escape from New York project. Are you intrigued? CC, I'm very intrigued. I was actually really into pro era, um, like late high school, early college when they were putting out music. Uh, Flatbush Zombies and the Underachievers are hit and miss for me, but they're definitely talented groups both of them so i'm, I'm very intrigued yeah. for this one i i love that uh was it called left hand single they came mm-hmm, out with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm very intrigued actually see i really enjoyed that one but they just i don't know if you saw that but they dropped uh, another single this morning mm. um I did not. and i was i was not into it really um 
So I'm kind of indifferent. Uh, Supergroups are kind of hit or miss. So I'm going to go with no, just to be kind of different. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know. That, that single from this morning, I was not that into. Uh, next up, Flying Lotus coming out with a new album, uh, Flamagra. Have we decided if that's how it's pronounced? Nah, that's how I'm going to say it. Play it by ear. Nah. Just guess every All time. Right. <laughs> Flamagra, what do you think? Uh, so you see, I'm very intrigued. When I saw this track list come out and following his You're Dead um, album from, what was that, 2015, 16? It's been a yeah. while. I'm a huge Flying yeah. Lotus fan, so I was hyped about this one. The singles, I haven't loved. I, I like the one with Anderson Pack a lot. Um, there was two he released right before that that I was kind of so-so on, but I'm still I'm mm -hmm. still pretty intrigued for this album. Yeah, I'm still intrigued as well. Um, legendary producer. I mean, he—he's just—he's you name a, a a popular hip hop artist, and he's probably produced something for him. Uh, so very intrigued for this one. Last, YG just announced a surprise album coming out this week called For Real For Real. I guess this is a, um, a kind of paying homage to uh, uh, the late Nipsey Hussle who passed away. Uh, a few months ago, so um, uh, I guess that's a, a little um, memorial album for him. Are you intrigued by this one? Uh, no. I, I've, I've never been huge on YG. I think it's great he's doing this for Nipsey. I don't have anything against him. I think he's a talented rapper, just not really my style. So I'll listen to it, but I'm not super intrigued. How about you? Not super intrigued either. <laughs> Sorry to copy you, but um, I... He does. He's he sticks with his his California boombop sound, which I completely respect. Um, doesn't really change up his style, which on one hand I do respect, but on the other hand, it's it kind of gets old. Um, I do wish like he's a talented uh, lyricist, I think, but he he just I think he just sticks to one lane and just just uh, just goes with that. So I I don't know. I'm not expecting anything anything too experimental from him on this. Right. Let's um let's move right into our gauntlet of albums here. Um, like I said, we have eleven here, but uh, the big release that, of course, we were just uh, um, gushing over last week, Igor from none other than Odd Future frontman Tyler the Creator. Mm -hmm. Corey, what did you think about this? Because we, I mean, we. We had a little uh, reaction time oh, uh, yeah. when this uh, when this first dropped. So we were we were texting back and forth. But that's right. Uh, I'm sure you, you've given it some more to listen. So what 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 do you think? I absolutely love it. I think the only way you can not enjoy this album if, is if you go in like expecting a dark rap album, like a 2010 mm. circa Tyler album. But if you've been following Tyler's career path at all, this album makes so much sense. His love for chords, jazz, and like Pharrell sounds result in this gorgeous, sonically pleasing, cohesive project. Tyler's mastery of composing art just comes full circle where his gravelly, deep signature rapping style is almost an af afterthought on this album. Um, mm. I'm five listens in and absolutely blown away. Some of the lyrics are starting to click for me. It follows this timeline of a relationship. Um, I, I, I don't really want to go track by track. Maybe you will or give too much away because I want you to listen to this as Tyler intended. <clears throat> no matter yeah. no matter what you listen to, just go into it without any distractions, front to back, no phone. Just try it, please. It's incredible. I thoroughly enjoyed every track. Thank you, Tyler. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. 
I agree. I'm I'm uh, I'm only a few listens in as well, but I've I've absolutely loved this uh, too. This is just a. It feels like a proper follow up to to Flower Boy. That was more of a. It was a coming of age album for Tyler as he kind of revealed. Um, I mean, not only his his sexuality, but like you know how he's really bloomed into this um, true artist. You know, a lot of people didn't really take him. Uh, seriously before that album so now that he's kind of established himself he can kind of move forward um, and it is a proper follow-up because in that Flower Boy album he details his uh, his recent um, love interest and so this guy that he's portraying as Igor I guess um, he's he details throughout this album that he's um, that this this Igor character is involved with another woman uh, so he just keeps alluding to the fact that this guy just is living in pretend, which he which he says on on running out of time. But then, ultimately, the album concludes with yeah, there you go. Um, kind of concludes with Tyler dreaming of remaining friends with this with this guy um, on the closing track. So it's it just ca- kind of follows this this whole overarching theme of of this this um, uh, this snippet of a love story that Tyler had in his life. Um, a concept album, if you will. A, a concept album, if you will. The guest features on this, although they're not mentioned, um, they're quite some heavy hitters. We've got Playboy Cardi, Frank Ocean, Kanye, Little Uzi Vert, Cali Uchis, Steve Lacey. The list goes on. Um, very subtle, though. Like, Playboy's probably got the most... Playboy and Kanye probably have the more um, uh, revealing verses because they actually throw in a verse but frank yeah. you can barely even tell that he's there frank's Uzi, apparently not even... on it Ty- tyler really? yeah tyler just like announced the official like features and frank wasn't on it so I, i'm not really sure where that started and there's like a, oh, there's a couple others that were like rumored to be in it that he claims aren't true but yeah huh Playboy Cardi, Interesting. I actually love that feature on Earthquake. I did too. Kanye's oh my. dope. Um, yeah, Lil Uzi Vert is on that opening track. Um, I guess that's him for like most of the intro. I didn't recognize him at all. I didn't recognize him at all either until I saw in Tyler's story that he was on that that opener. So that was that blew me away. But um, but yeah, I mean, like those, you said, those like, damn the, internet the, nerds had me going back like fifty times on running out of time looking for Frank Ocean and. It's not there. I think he maybe like Tyler gave him like, like songwriting credits on it or something, but he's not featured. Mm, interesting. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that makes sense. I, I was I was trying to hear him too. The the memes about about trying to hear Frank on on this album just <laughs> were having me dying. Um, but yeah, dude, like like you said, this album. I feel like it's uh uh. Tyler as a producer, like really, this is like his crowning moment as a producer. Like throughout this whole album, he is just like yeah. throwing every every kind of influence that he's ever had on this album. Like I I hear a very clear Kanye influence, um, especially 808s and Heartbreak. Like that's a direct mm-hmm. influence on this album, uh, which you know makes sense that Kanye ended up showing up as a as a guest feature, I guess. But absolutely. Um, Loved it. Just Loved listen it. to this one, guys. Uh, I don't care if you're a rap. It's it's not even a rap album, so don't go into it's it with not. that mindset. So just yeah. check this one out with an open mind. If you don't like it, whatever. You're wrong. It's my whatever. favorite album of the year. Um, what's so, the point? <laughs> what's the point? Let's move on, Jack. We have I Am Easy to Find by The National. Their return. What do you got? Yeah. Um, this one... 
this is the band's longest album. It's it's a little over an hour. It's got some pretty amazing female vocal features. Um, one of which I don't know if you know this. Sharon Van Etten has some vocal credits on this album. No, she doesn't. Which is wow, that's cool. Yes, yeah, yes, she does. Yeah, isn't that sweet? So, um, I mean, there are some major highlights on this album, but like, like I just said, it's their longest album, and unfortunately, I kind of felt like it hurt the band at moments. Like tracks like "Hey Rosie," "Roman Holiday" were not into those tracks at all, but. Um, actually, I over I overall enjoyed the kind of chill mood that surrounds the this album sound. What did you think? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I liked it, didn't love it. I think they take a lot of risks um, with new sounds. Something, I mean, it sounds a lot different than their past works. Um, it's a for long. Sure. I, I thought it was an enjoyable for, listen for the most part, but yeah, mm. it's not something I'll probably go back to and listen through all the way through much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, next up, we've got uh, an album that Corey told me about today by an artist that I had not heard of until today, Coda the Friend with uh, Photo. That's right. Coda the Friend, the Brooklyn rapper known for his lo-fi, jazzy style. Um, I actually just found about, out about this album today. I've been familiar with him for a while. Um, oh, nice. This dropped last Thursday, like just a week ago. Um <clears throat> I thought it had a really strong opening. I enjoyed the Birdie Hollywood Alkaline stretch of tracks a lot. Um, Backyard was also really tight. He used this, uses this slow, almost spoke, spoken word rap flow I really enjoy. Um, describing his Brooklyn neighborhood reality throughout. Um, it was a little bit repetitive for an hour-long project, but I enjoyed it overall. Good follow-up to his debut Anything album. Um, yeah. Moving on, <clears throat> we have the Best of Luck Club from Alex Leahy, the Australian. What do you got, Jack? Australian, yeah. She. Um, this is a, a, a an album that uh, I I really enjoyed uh, the kind of punk personality that she that she that she throws in on on tracks like um, uh, there was uh, Interior Demeanor and then Misery Guts. Like I don't know where that came from, but I really enjoyed that. Um, overall, didn't think it was anything crazy. Uh, I thought it was okay, but um, I actually I think it was because I listened to it like right after uh, Igor, which I mean I don't know if that sways my opinion. You can't you can't so, <laughs> put any album through that. So yeah, I don't I don't know if I did it justice. Um, so I'll probably have to go back a few more times and and. Uh, and uh, just listen to it from front to back again. But um, yeah, just thought it was okay. I I I enjoyed Black RMs, um, and then that "Am I Doing It Right" single that that we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, but and and those two tracks alone would would make me go back for sure. But um, yeah, first listen, didn't think it was anything anything crazy. I also have only listened once. I liked it a lot though i want to go back i was absolutely captivated by her storytelling um just of late nights in australia struggles of being queer and coming to terms with adulthood and just like slowing down um lots of heavy guitar and bass driven melodies um so yeah i'm looking forward to going back to this one i think i like it a lot mm. i mm. think so okay. i think i do all right well we'll roll we'll, we'll with that I for the time being <laughs> Um, next we have Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish Extent from Louis Cabaldi. I don't have a ton on this one. Um, I just finished my listen through it. I thought there were some good, sad love songs on this. He has an amazing voice, but it got pretty boring halfway through. 
Um, yeah. I enjoyed some of the piano piano ballads. Um, Someone You Loved was my favorite of the album. Nice. Um, next up, Injury Reserve self-titled project. Uh, this album. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is just experimental hip-hop at its finest. I was not expecting to... I don't really know what to expect. Uh, you told me to listen to this one, and it, it really... Uh, Gave me a run for my money, that's for sure. Um, have you listened Karuna to them and before? Lime, what a... No, I have not. No. You finish. I, I have some words to say. Go ahead. Um, I Like, the opener, Karuna and Lime, I thought was a great way to start this one off. And then the features on this, oh, baby. Rico Nasty, JPEG Mafia, Amine, Drum, Freddie Gibbs. Oh, geez. And then... I'll, I'll get to this track in the playlist, but um, GTFU, oh my goodness. That, that that song alone would make a 90-year-old get up and rage in a mosh pit. I'm telling you right now. My <laughs> goodness. And then I I love the rap song tutorial as an interlude. Oh that's my such a God. Gr- I that's hate a it. great... I, you hated it. That was the only thing I don't like about the album. Oh, I thought it was so creative. Oh my gosh. I've never heard it. that before. Whoa. I thought it was awesome. No. Oh geez, okay, yeah, um, but I re- I really like this one. Really like this one. So I've listened to Injury Reserve in the past, and they've always been like this death groups group for me, um, aka a group that I recognize the experimentation and talent, but don't enjoy at all. Um, mm-hmm. But they definitely flipped the script for me on this one. Uh, Step a G, Grogs, and Richie with a T explore. Lots of absurd sounds and ideas on this album, and most of them hit their target for me. Um, weaving together catchy pop hooks with abrasive verses in a deeply personal and effective manner. Um, and like you said, the features, I think the features like even showed them up on this just because oh, all, it, yeah, all it, those it, verses were it, like, like the Rico, Peggy, Freddie, and Amine verses were like the four best verses on the album. It's true. They, they were all perfect. <laughs> Like, and, the Amine the verse on the, what's it called? Uh, 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 jailbreak jail, jailbreak the Tesla. Right? Jailbreak oh the Tesla. <laughs> so so we go from the best, the best features you could ask for to a album with the most star-studded cast you have ever seen. You like, can't get any better. Wait, I, I wrote down, where, where are my notes for this one? Here, okay, here we, so here it's, it's everyone from John Legend, SZA, Hove, Queen Bee, Nas, CeeLo Green, Travis Scott. It just can like, I, I could list, go on and on. Travis Scott. And they're almost all terrible. There's no cohesion, no creativity, just annoying hooks uh, of talent tags, weird reggae trap fusions, phoned in verses. There's three songs I actually enjoyed on this one. Here we go. Name Are you ready? Weather I'm the Storm. Okay. Great track. Meek Mill absolutely snaps. It's crazy. Second one. Because I was already, I was ready to just say this whole entire thing sucks. And then like the, these three, I think we're all in the second half. Um, no. But Top Off is also pretty good. Uh, Jay, that's the one with Future, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. Jay-Z drops a pretty good verse, and then Beyonce absolutely kills it. Raps better than I've ever heard her rap. Great, great verse. And then I actually like the Thank You track, um, Big Sean. Big Sean does his thing. 
Huh? Big Sean. I But otherwise it's pretty terrible. I listened to the first three and I couldn't stand it, so I turned it off. Here so we are. That's where I'm at with this album. Corey's tuned in, so Jack doesn't have to be. So I don't have to be. Exactly. Um great dude. Well, I'll go back to top off. I did I did mean to listen to that though, and I forgot, so bet on me. Uh, next up, we've got Living Mirage by The Head and the Heart. Uh, this album, I thought, was very generic. Um, didn't think it had really anything interesting that, that stood out. And I've actually, I've enjoyed the band's attempts at like slower acoustic indie music in the past, but this album really got too poppy for me. The the highlight was was actually the closing track, Glory Music, but even then it, it wasn't uh um it, it got pretty redundant, so I, w- I will not be going back to this one. Um next up, uh Nothing Great About Britain by Slow Tie. This is a um uh hip hop artist out of Great Britain. That's right, from Northampton's upcoming rapper Slow Tie. Um this album was originally supposed to drop at the same time as Brexit, but both were delayed. Um, Slow Tide built a following with these one-pound shows. Um, for you Yankees, that's just over a dollar. Um, this album <laughs> is an aggressive critique of the political climate, including healthcare, wealth distribution, the climate crisis, the royal family even taking shots at the Queen. Um, I've only listened to this twice, and it's a little far from home for me, but it's an inspiring debut showcasing his rapping ability and just this loud, unapologetic manner. So I, I really enjoyed this one. I liked it too. Um, I, I think I said this on the, about the little Sims. I, this is the problem that I have with, with British rappers. The, their, I think their accent throws me off so much that it's so thick that I just have to like, just ignore that and just look at what they're saying. Um, and, once I got past that with Little Sims, I just I was just like, okay, this is this is fantastic. But Slow Tide, this is a this is a good a, a, this is a solid project. I I just got finished. Uh, I just finished listening to this one today, and um, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Um, next up, the pop queen herself, Carly Rae Jepsen, with Carly her Rae. new pr- Carly Rae, with dedicated. This album is not good. Really? Um, it's not good. It's not good. See, Didn't like it. See, everyone I respect in like music on the internet and stuff loves this album. But I also couldn't get into it at all. I didn't like it at all. It was just very generic. I, the, especially like the beats I thought were just like generic early 2000s pop beats. And Yeah. I like her voice, but she's like by no means a really strong songwriter or storyteller. I thought it was, I mean, it's not unlistenable by any stretch, but it's not exciting. No, I won't be going back to this. I was Um, hoping you'd disagree with me on that one, but here we are. Yeah, well, I said I said I was intrigued last week and uh, here we are, so. To finish this album list off, Corey's going to tell us about the new... Megan the Stallion. That's that right. right. Megan the, Megan the Stallion. That's not a typo with two e's. Two e's. The Houston rapper 
with her debut album. Uh, shout out to my hairdresser in Bowie, Maryland, Maryland for, for the recommendation two days ago. Whoa, um, shout out. She can spit. Um, kind of an old school sound, clever wordplay. Uh, it's very sexually explicit with a classic Juicy J verse. But uh, yeah, she, she can rap. Not a super exciting project, but also not bad. She's, you, know, you know what we were saying about YG where like, he can definitely rap, but I'm I'm just not interested. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of how this album was for me. So interesting. She's talented, I guess. The stallion, the stallion herself. That's right. All right, let's get uh, into the this week's playlist. We've got a we've got a good one yet again. We're just coming in with the heat always for you guys. This is um, a good one. We have a lot to choose from, a, obviously. We did. Uh, Corey is starting it off with um, his pick off that national record, Rylan. That's right. So apparently this is a song they've teased live for many years, rumored to be written in 2011. Um, On an album full of new sounds, this sounds like classic national and it's great. Um, Apparently they changed some of the lyrics, but it's been a cult classic for years. And even though I just found out about it last week, it is my favorite from the new album. I really enjoyed that too. Um, yeah, I was I was happy you, you you put that on there. Going right off that national song, we're going to do another national song. My my pick, Quiet Light. This is um, uh, a great. It's it's got some great orchestration. I love the the string the string section at the very end of this song. And I thought that the lead singer um, Matt uh, what's his name Burninger Burninger. Berninger, uh, his voice fit perfectly on this song. He's got this like low baritone, like relaxed vocal. Um, that just it, it just it's uh, it's perfect on the on this one. I really really enjoyed this. Okay. Um, and then next we've got Corey's pick off that Alex Leahy record. I want to live with you. That's right. This is the closing track from the Best of Luck Club. Um, a slower track compared to the rest in which Alex admits her desire to settle down um, <clears throat> with this person. I think it's a beautifully penned track, bringing the album full circle. Really enjoyed this one. Nice, nice. Next up, Black Balloons reprised by none other, none other than Denzel Curry and Flying Lotus. This is a, a, another single promoting that Flying Lotus album and this is actually a lucy from uh the taboo album denzel released last year because i went to his live show a few months ago and he played this live and he was like oh yeah this was gonna be on the album but i took it off and he probably took it off for the flying lotus album so uh but it's my god this song it's it's got this intro that gives you it like gave me the feeling that i'm in the deep jungle somewhere and then denzel just comes in perfectly and just slays this, uh, and he he keeps playing off this like black balloon theme that uh, that we saw throughout that that taboo album. And uh, here he's just talking about he's relating human beings to black balloons, saying that we all float, but we all pop. So there you go. Deep. There you go. Um, well, next up, uh, the deep jungle yeah, there you go. to uh, floating on clouds. We have Are We Still Friends by Tyler, the Creator. This is the closing track uh, from Igor. 
And this song is what it feels like to float on clouds. I, I can confirm. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, it is so beautiful, so perfect. Um, it's the final stage of the Igor relationship, asking if he can still be friends with his former lover. Um, it has this, like, false ending. He kind of pump fakes. He does that a lot. Not Not even endings but like fake beat switches before beat switches um yeah but then yeah, yeah, yeah. he just blasts back in are we still friends it's awesome ends with this tyler yell over a screaming guitar just listen um the words don't do this track justice oh man i'm just looking back at our at our conversation during this <laughs> as we were listening to this song <laughs> just take me to heaven this song is uh this song's perfect Pretty perfect, um, huh? Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, and you've got a you've got another one here. Steve, that Steve Lacey playground track. Oh, baby. Yeah, stay out we of my the, way. We want the funk. We want the funk. That's what the first. I couldn't think of that. Uh, couldn't get that out no, of my it, head. We want the funk so, from To Pimp a Butterfly. It's so true, though. Um, this <laughs> is the so newest true. single from the aforementioned album release Friday. Steve's falsetto voice echoes over this nasty, funky instrumental. Just a catchy tune you have to groove to hype for this album. Have to. Next up, we've got New Magic Wand by Tyler the Creator once again. This is such a insane performance by Tyler. Oh my gosh. Uh, by far my favorite production on this entire project. This the the song itself, uh, it it alludes to the the previous track running out of time. Um, where Tyler feels like he's doing everything in his power to get get this uh, this guy to to uh, to have feelings for him, so he's he's trying to in this song pull out all the stops with his new magic wand uh, to try and work all his magic to try to get this guy. So um, really enjoyed this song, very well um, uh, well penned song from Tyler here. And then what really put this song over the top for me though was the last minute or so when Tyler just goes insane after the beat switch and then he get, comes in with with this aggressive flow let, that he's oh my gosh oh yeah just li just listen to igor gosh listen to the album we picked two of the 13 tracks they should all be on here they should all be on the perfect playlist let's go to best spot in the house from injury reserve um a deeply personal track in which richie with a t describes an interaction with a fan who's saying they look up to him and his music has saved them and it makes him feel really guilty because as he explains, um, he explains about how he rapped about his friend dying uh, without ever even going to the funeral. He raps about how that's been eating away at him and it's just this very honest and introspective song I enjoyed a lot from the Injury Reserve album. Nice, nice. Uh, next... Another single from Denzel. It's just, it's Denzel week. What can we say? Happy Denzel week, everybody. Uh, Denzel announced the new album Zoo with this single. So what a treat that was. Everything, I, I feel like a broken record at this point because everything this dude drops, I just absolutely love. Like he has no signs of slowing down and he has no signs of, of uh, uh, getting off my, my rotation. So, so cheers to that one. Boat. The speed <laughs> Oh yeah, Speedboat by Denzel Curry. This is the single. This hook is perfect. Absolutely love this hook. And it shows just how versatile as of an artist this guy is. He can give you that 
aggressive, raspy vocal, or he can just sing your heart away. Um, and then even here, like every verse, he switches up his cadence and like gives you a, uh, another look uh, and, and just a different way of, of, of giving off these lyrics. And, um, but any, I, any way he gives it to you, it's just, it's, it's a gem. Love this track. He's on a different level. Next, we have Solar Return from Code of the Friend featuring Saba. Um, this lackadaisical lo-fi beat bumps as Coda raps about his mom fucking up and with this dope flow. And then Isopod favorite Saba just does him one better, proving why he's one of the best rappers alive. Uh, just a great track from that Code of the Friend album. I have yet to get to that track, so I, I'm really looking forward to that. Next up, we've got another Injury Reserve song, GTFU with JPEG Mafia featuring, oh, and featuring Cakes Tequila, whoever the hell that is. Um, what a name, too. But, man, speaking of aggression, talking about that Denzel track, this song is like, holy shit. Peggy Peggy jumps in screaming his brains out over this when does bass he? heavy drop yeah honestly um and then of course the the in, in, injury reserve just hits you with a uh with like a like a relaxing beat switch midway through the song of course it happens uh, and I had I actually I had to double check to make sure I was still listening to the same song cuz the way that this starts off and the way it ends it's completely different just insane um, but the song itself, it talks about uh, not really not trying to worry about what other people are doing and just doing your own thing. Hey, there you go. Good stuff. Lastly, but not least, we have Inglorious from Slow Tie featuring Skepta. Um, it's a very dark and heavy bass-driven track as L London rap legend Skepta joins Slow Tie trading aggressive bars about being the greatest. Just a braggadocious English rap gem if I've heard one. So check this one out. My favorite from that slow tie record. Fantastic. Well, that, that does it for, for us this week. Go listen to those albums, please. Just li listen to those, those, those good ones that, that just dropped. Uh, you can listen to, listen to us talk all day long, but just go listen to those albums. My gosh. Um, and we'll be, we'll be looking forward to the, the new releases dropping this week. That's right. Um, Hopefully, hopefully they come through. Um, but uh, you want anything to add? You have anything to add, Corey? Or? Not too much. I think we went pretty long this week. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week, like always. We'll see you next time.